the truth in today. The treat will be, it will be everywhere. So with that, hope your day was fun or is fun or will be fun, whatever you decide to do today, if you get to go to a party tonight or already went. Well, I hope it was something different because you sure don't want to be whoever you are in this life. Uh, it's always, let's pretend we're somebody else and whoever or whatever that is, hopefully gave you a cheap thrill. Halloween has become just as important for the adults as it has and was for children. I mean, uh, the idea to make up, get dressed up, become anything or be anything you want to be or dream or fantasize about and go out to the world and pretend you're that for a day. Imagine it was every once a week, once once a month. I mean, even that would be pretty hardcore. But, you know, crime happens a lot because people are wearing masks. 
So right away, it becomes a violent thing. And luckily, it's getting big because they were from poisoning candies, killing children, and all kinds of horrible things. So it goes up and down. I mean, if, if we can keep this without major problems happening today, I'll be really happy. Because it, all we have to hear is a clown did something or, or, or Superman did or anybody, any superhero, whatever. Well, it's one of those days. It's called trick or treat. And too many people like to trick rather than treat. Or don't have the money to treat, so they have to trick them. So, before I go any further, today I'm just saying a reminder out there. TJ's being at the hospital all the time. Her daughter's in serious condition. Anybody that can send any kind of help to her, impress, please do to her and her family. If you got a couple bucks of dollars, pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, whatever you got, and you have a little bit to donate, uh, send it to PayPal. TJ Morris Agency, A-G-E-N-C-Y, at gmail.com. I'm sure she's going to need every penny to get through this. Uh, she had her two daughters living with her, now the one's in the hospital. So it's it's a really uh, super big burden uh, when anybody is in critical condition. It's a serious burden. Uh, it doesn't get better too easy. Uh, so please, anybody out there, that was TJ. Thank her, thank you her for her singing. I always play it because it makes me feel like she still helped me doing the show a part of it. All right, today's gonna be so hardcore, and I mean that. I'm gonna try to get through this as fast as I can. If you got an important question, please call in. Uh, and I'll I'll get to it, but uh, try to follow. This is going to go in a lot of different directions. I don't care what religion you are, what belief you have, I don't care, whatever. Stay here. Don't run away. Don't go run and hide. Don't panic. And don't say, well, this is a religious thing. No, it's about where we went wrong in religion, spiritualism, and life. And we're going to go into those words. I'm taking the king's gloves off. Most speakers out there have to put them on when they talk. They don't want to talk too hard, too real. They don't want to scare their people that are paying them away. I don't care. You're going to run, you're going to run. But if you've got a little bit of courage in your body, uh, stay, stick around, and listen. It's not going to be all pleasurable. Not at all. It's the truth. The truth of what went wrong, where it went wrong, and why it keeps going wrong. So, I hope you can, I can't test this. I hope the sounds are right. Anybody could text me, go into the chat room, call in, just to say that if you can. Uh, I did a show last week, I talked for 45 minutes, and it was dead. So, with that being said, I sure hope you're hearing me today. Okay, we got two words that I'm using. Prejudiced and judgment, which will be part of everything I talk about today, in some form, some way. But two more words added rather recently in our history that make it ten times harder for us to move forward. The one word is freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, and the three-letter word, S-E-X. So, yeah, these four words are the downfall for the human race. Alien races, everything. It's the complete downfall of, of reality as we know it. Just four words. How's that? 
Well, stay here. Listen in today. Tell your friends. Call them up. Tell them to get in, get on, and tune in. It's recorded, so they can pull it up tonight, tomorrow. Finish their Halloween off. Uh, I'm not into deceitful or deceiving, brainwashing, programming people. Let the, let those people out there making money off of it do it. They like doing it because they get money doing it and they're happy. Well, that's their their problem. Now, the first thing I'm going to say, everybody out there, including you, are a hypocrite. Okay, the word prejudice, we can tear it apart. Uh, it's within every one of you out there. Oh, I'm not prejudiced. Oh, yes, you are. Just because you don't say it, just because you don't admit it, doesn't mean you're not. The definition, I mean, it's a preconceived opinion that is not based on actual or real experience. But what if it is? Can you use prejudice the same way? What if it's based on actual experiences? Can you say, well, oh, that's prejudiced? If you lived in a community and say you were the only black person or the only white person, and all you saw every day was everybody beating each other up, killing each other. Could you be prejudiced? Is that enough experience to say, well, I'm not basing this on somebody, what somebody else said. I see it. I'm a part of it. Well, it becomes real. And it's not make-believe. And it's not a word that should just be erased out of your vocabulary. You need to be prejudiced. And that other word that goes alongside it, which I use, and people say, oh, no, they're the same. Judgment. When you make a judgment on something, you're judging it on your experiences or whatever information you have. Pertaining, you do have some. can't make a judgment without any proof. And that's guessing. It's not judgment. Judgment means, well, I saw them do this and I saw them do that. I mean, with, with awareness and, and actual experience. Being afraid to judge something... Really? Why? You're considered different if you claim to be a judge and judgmental person. Uh, but if you are not a judgmental person, you are stuck in the world of control. You're the fool. The fool that listens. The fool that does because they say, well, that's, this is right, that's right. You don't know. Uh, you don't know. Yes, you do. Or you should. And if you don't find the truth yourself. But now here's something that you will not hear people talk about. I get into every aspect of it because I put this through every level of awareness that I have. Do you know you can break everything down, all these words, into a few, two other words, a couple more words that pertain to the body. All right? Get a pen, pencil and paper. Write them down, just so you know what they are, in case you don't hear me say it. The first word is smell. S-M-E-L-L. Smell. Well, that smells get bad. That smells good. That smells incredible. All right. Taste. Well, that tastes good. That tastes bad. Then the word that's a little bit outside of that is looks. L-O-O-K-S. Well, that looks pretty. Oh, that looks stupid. That looks disgusting. All right, then the last one, feelings inside the body. 
you're with somebody, oh, I feel good. Oh, I feel bad. I don't feel right. I feel sick. Okay, those words make you judgmental. They make you prejudiced. If somebody smells bad all the time, you're going to judge that by a smell. I mean, we these words are affected by those aspects of what we are. Smell, taste, looks, and feelings. Not black, red, yellow, green, purple. Yeah, they can cause the way you look at things, but it's not really that. You were told black, you were told red, you were told green, you were told things about colors. And then, if you don't have the experience, you compare it to something else that you don't even know, or that's, or, or that's not even there. Well, red has to do with Lucifer. Compare it to that. How? How come? Why? Why would you accept somebody who said, well, red is the color of the devil? It's acceptance of ridiculous ideas. So, the, the word prejudice and judgment go together, and they're all affected by those four things. Remember that. That's very important. I don't think anybody ever brought it out. And it needs to be. That your taste buds, your, your smell, and the way you perceive things, meaning the way things look. And if somebody wears a short dress, and girls wearing a short dress, and you always tell them that's bad, you look at that and say it's bad. Or if somebody's wearing a long dress, well, they're outdated. You're programmed by thoughts that were conditioned within to you. But it's those things that bring it out. And feelings are, are really never right. They seem right in the moment. Uh, they go up and down super fast. Go on a roller coaster, they go up and down. Uh, and so do your feelings. Go in a dark room, in a fun house. I mean, those things change you instantly. But when you come out, you're still the same person. Nothing changed. Everything's still the same. So, we have to become aware of what we allow to program us. And sadly to say, there's nothing good programming us to anything good. Except me. Well, that, that you might perceive as a lie as well, but that is your choice. I will try to get into all this the best I can today, and I'm going to try to move as fast. I, if I, nobody calls in. I said, if you call in and tell me, hey, you're stuck on one thing, uh, I'll move forward. But uh, So let's talk about killings that are happening around the world, around the United States, uh, at so many different levels of age between the people doing it, involved in it. Sure, there's accidents. Drunk drivers having an accident in their bus and killing a bunch of children. Uh, we can go into the hardcore parts of that. So, let's talk about children, starting between maybe 12 and 14. What programs are they locked into? Are they prejudiced? Of course they are. What are their prejudices? It all depends on their parents. Oh, my, my, my parents aren't prejudiced. Did they ever say a specific sentence where it is a prejudiced sentence? Well, they don't mean it. No, they don't. We say things because we mean it. Otherwise, we'd be talking about... Pop, and it wouldn't mean anything. We talk about what we think. How real or not, 
we don't know what's real or not. Most people. So just for them to say, well, God's real, Jesus is real, Moses is real, Batman's real. They don't know. They're going along with the program. Now, the problem with all this, these children get into groups. And people get into groups for one reason. Religions were created for one reason. Uh, um, well, it's a combination of little reasons that go together. Loneliness. Protection. People join a motorcycle gang to stay protected. People join a religion to be part of something. It's not to become more spiritual. And, but they, I think they assume they'll become more religious or more spiritual because they're a part of a group. There's 2,000 groups of religions. Do you think any one of them knows God better than any other one? Maybe two. Two out of a 1,000. Two out of 2,000 is pretty bad. All religions have their own idea of a God. And then you add that to man's idea, what man allows, or whatever the program is, into his own consciousness. Say you're a religious person, whatever religion you're in. And they say, God's this, this, and this. Well, I don't think that, but I think that. So you take parts of that, and then you create your own God within your own reality. And everybody lives there right now. Nobody wants to know the true God. And, and I'll tell you this. God is not what people want it to be. But people think it has to be what they want it to be. Well, as long as they don't have to experience it, that's why most people are afraid of dying. I mean, the, even the idea that they're going to have to stand in front of God. God's not going to be there waiting for you to die and say, Hey, guy, we've got to do this with you. You think God really cares about your little butt? I, I doubt it. Do you think God cares what you eat, the job you do? Eh, not God itself. It's got billions and billions of realities to work with and, and keep them all in a, in a functional way. And even at that, in the lower realm, which is the astral and the physical, it's invading each other. The astral plane is invading this planet because of people from this planet, not because of God. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail on that. Sergeant 18, the person that I do shows with, I did for nine months, and we did all the UFO stuff together. It's great to talk about that. His show is Stranger Universe. Tune into it. He's got 40 videos he put up in the past couple weeks. Check it out. But he's getting into that stuff. But I'm, I'm dealing with the spiritual side of reality, not the physical side, not really. But how we get to where we are and what, what's happening to the human race because of that. All right. We're very similar in, in the idea of how we should dress and, and jobs we should take and become and do. But usually, most people are forced into one of them. Two reasons. Their parents make them or it's the only job they can get. So the idea of getting... Uh, I got this weird thing popping up on my computer again. Every time I do this show, I'm going to have to figure out where it's coming from and stop it. 
So we, we really think we're in this place together. We're not. We're separate. We don't work together. And it would be nice if we did. But we're not. So let, let's... I'm gonna, like I said, I want to try to get through this as fast as I can. Okay, the job industry, women are still separate than men are. I know in a phone company, women got paid a third less than we did. I'm not saying the ones that actually worked outside with me, but the, the whole company itself, all the women that worked inside, got paid a lot less than we did. You know, it's a saying... What job deserves more money? What schooling did you go to? I mean, just to show you the, uh, how a hypocrite society. The, the uh, UPS drive around and, and drop little boxes off every day. And they always got paid more than the phone company. And we went out there, had to put cable lines up to the house, to the pole, run lines to the house, run the jacks. We did lots of work. And they were always, always making more money than us. And then compare that to a football player or whatever. The system is so screwed up. But they're judging people's abilities of what? To entertain people. It's all about entertaining people. And that's what, that's what I think the people in the whole lecture world, those speakers, if they feel they can entertain you, they feel good and they feel like they can make all the money they want, which they can. Because if you leave smiling, you're happy. If you leave crying, uh, you might not want to send me any money. I told you the truth and you didn't want to hear it. Uh, Again, that word feeling comes into everything. And then the other word, which I didn't even mention, money. That money changes everything, which it does. So, we're in a situation where women are still prejudiced. People are prejudiced against women. All men are, at some level. And that's not going to change easily. Whether it can or not in the, in this moment in time, I don't know. It hasn't changed in 20,000 years. Why should it change in the next 100? So, the problem is, do women and men worship the same God? You know, even at that, we can really probably debate it because men, I think, have a much limited idea of what God is or care to understand God. When women give it much more attention and more things it wants it to be. You could say that's good or bad, but it's it's not right and it's not true. Nobody gives God what it deserves. And even in the Bible... And Jesus said, give to this world what it deserves, but give to God what it deserves. Do people know what God deserves? Please call in right in. Call in right now. Tell me. Tell me you know. Call somebody up. Ask them. Ask them what God deserves. What do you think God deserves? Your ignorance? Your twisted ideas? Your mental attitude? Understanding the things we create, do we create? Do we create anything good 
Well, now, if somebody would ask me, am I prejudiced? I'll say, I'm a prejudice against the lies, and I'm prejudiced against the false truth. Which is just about everything. And when I talk, I guess you can hear that. But when we talk about women and the abuse that they go through, and they have the same God as men do, really. Religions have the same God? No, they don't. If they all followed the same God, it would be the same God, but they don't. If they all had the same teachings, it would be the same God. But the teachings of all religions are so different. Praying, doing prostrations, whatever it is. It's all different. I mean, in the Catholic Church, you get on your knees and, and, and pray. In the Protestant Church, you don't. You sit or you stand. So, I mean, you, we have this little ups and downs between religions and, and what you do, how you have to respect it. They're prejudiced against each other, even. The Catholics and Protestants? They supposedly follow the same God. But they had more fights between the two of them than all the other religions together. The Catholics keep Jesus on the cross. They always want to think about him taking away their sins. The Protestants keep Jesus off the cross because he forgave us for our sins in, in, in Bible terms, which is a, a bunch of stories anyway, not real. But just the idea that they believe, and there's 2.4 billion people that are Christians, so it, I'm talking to a large number of people on this planet. I'm not talking to the people in the UFO world, the people in the New, new Age world. It's not such a small, tiny little number. When you hear Deepak Chopra, I totally talking. How many people are they talking to? Even if you gave him 50 million, you'd be lucky. And so what? It's not one billion, is it? Uh, we have to break the chains. I'm having my partner do a song. And it has to do with break the chains. And we need to. We need to be free, but not with the word freedom that man has perceived that we can do anything we want. Free to do the things that are right. There's a big difference. And if you don't know what's right, how do you do that? Well, if it hurts somebody else, it's usually wrong. If it helps somebody else, it's usually right. You don't hurt yourself doing it, hopefully not. People want to know that they're important. So let's get rid of God and make us God. All these things are fitting together for reasons. And until man's ready to start looking at them, they're not going to understand it. If they tell themselves, oh, that's not real, that's not important, and live in la-la land like some speakers, some of the big greatest speakers out there. I mentioned it the other day that I got to be on talking to Barbara Max Hubbard. And she's a futurist, meaning dreamland of the future. So, what do we want to talk about? To make believe past, to make believe present, and to make believe future. How about the real present? Whether you understand the past or the future, that's a little bit up in the air. You don't have to. As long as you stay aware of what's happening in the moment. You, see, you, you, you have to live in the moment. Well, you have to live in the moment. Is right. But they brainwash you to say, well, cycles will always happen over and over again. Well, we went through that cycle. We're going to go through it again. Well, 
the Time Machine, which is a good movie, uh, this guy's in the Time Machine going through time, and he's looking at the storefront, and the dummy keeps changing clothes <laughs> as he go back in time. So it's just amazing, the clothes that goes on and off the dummy, and it goes back to the original clothes and, and comes back. But, you know, certain things, we do a cycle. Will we ever give up living in a house or a building? I mean, when we're supposedly people accept the idea that we're cavemen living in caves or, or on, on the trees or whatever. Uh, do you think we should go back to that? If the world's destroyed, you will. So, be real. And that's my motto, be real. Be real to yourself and be real to your truth. All right. Do God that you worship does God, sorry. Understand and know you. Just ask yourself that. Well, God knows me pretty good. Really? Why? You should think so? What do you do that well, what, do you, what happens that makes you think that God really understands why, you, why you're doing what you're doing? Now, why am I putting that in there? So many people think, say, and believe God needs people to do its work. No compare that to Jesus. We'll do that later. Everybody else out there, does God need them to do its work? Be real. Be real when you answer that to yourself. Oh, we can do God's work. What? In your mind? You help somebody get off the ground? You gave somebody a sandwich today? They're starving? So now you're God? Were you doing God's work? Okay, here's a quick scenario. You live down seaside which I love, I miss, all right? And you're on a beach, and a wave's growing to your menu's height. And you're telling everybody, get off the beach, get off the beach. All right? And some of them are saying that. Do you force them off the beach? Are you going to play God? Say, hey, you've got to get off the beach because I said so. Do you think God is watching what's happening? as that wave is going to tear through this town. Uh, we have this scenario. We only look at one side of it. We never look at what God thinks, feels, or knows, or understands about a situation. Maybe if you just tried to understand God, you'd get a little more insight. Trying to understand yourself is ridiculous because that's such a limited place to go. Until you get out of your body. Get out of this programmed little machine that you're walking around in. Driving around in. Jesus was one of the only true teachers of God's truth. How do I know from past life being there? That's all I'll say. If you knew Jesus, you would know that. If you knew Jesus, you wouldn't have to listen to what other people say or tell you, or want you to believe. You wouldn't have to read. I said, well, did you read this? Did you? Why? Some idiot writing a story about what they read over and over to other people's words and what they said and put it together and made up their own little 
decision about it? Books are only as smart as the people writing them. People writing them are only as spiritual as the people that are that write in them as well. So what spiritual person wrote a book and was spiritual? I came to the awareness of doing all these, I was going all the spiritual people that existed in history. Uh, uh, can't even think of his name, sorry. Blank. Well, basically one person was talking about the astral plane and the higher level of the astral plane, which nobody does. Or a clan, Jesus did, but other people, no. And of all the, the, the people out there in the spiritual world, they only use one word, heaven. In the New Age world, they use six-dimensional, which <laughs> has nothing to do with anything. Will we ever get close to the truth? Not if we don't want to. Do people want to follow aliens now? I'm sure they do. Uh, we have to go beyond that. I'm sorry, my computer's... Well, once we go beyond the illusion of thinking, 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 of what's right and wrong, or what we know is right or what is true. Go deeper than that. Go into knowing. Knowing mean I know that's right. I know that's wrong. But in this prejudiced state, we're programmed and locked into judgment of what other people do. Well, they do all these things, and that's not right. It's time to go deeper than that. And how do we do that? Well, first you get your act together. Understand what's happening. And then realize, which something else people don't like. We're in a universe. Galaxies. And now the people are starting to accept an idea that there's other beings involved. Think about we're living in the lowest realm world of God. And I'm just going to quote things that I heard Jesus say. And, they, and it's, some of them are in the Bible, some are not. But he said in his father's mansion, in his father's mansion, not in my mansion, all right? He said there are many rooms. Well, to a lame person who doesn't know anything about anything, they think about their house, the kitchen, bedroom, but these inner worlds that we go through when we die. We're in the lowest one you can be in. So why not try to get out of it? It's like saying I'm going to live in the basement because I don't want to get into the to the to the to the living room, dining room. I don't want to go upstairs. No, stay in the basement. And that's why I call planet planet Earth hell because you're in the basement. 
you're in the bottom. You're in the bottom, bottom, bottom. You can't go lower. The idea of hell is higher anyway. But uh, I'm going to take us from that point. Bring us to why the downfall started, how it started. Now, this might certain things might sound like religion, but it's not. It's truth. Moses was a real person. All right. The Jewish people follow Moses. Well, that's what they say. All his 613 laws. People can't follow 10 laws, 20 laws, 50 laws. How can anybody follow 613 and survive? Because Moses is great for saying, cut your arms off, cut your, poke your eyes out, whatever is wrong, get rid of it. Uh, Jesus never agreed with that. I don't care what you say, think, or uh, heard, or, or understand. Even if you read something in the Bible, there's one sentence in there. That's ridiculous. But the truth is, they follow Moses in their in their wording. I follow Moses. They were their belief in their prayers and what they say they do. But I watched them. I worked in Jewish temples. I worked in a Jewish temple for nine months. I got my coffee in this one store and they sold magazines and everything. You would see the Hasidic Jewish people sitting there, standing there, standing there, sorry, for an hour, half hour. I mean, the whole time I'm having lunch, whatever. Looking at Playboy magazines and whatever, all the hardcore ones, whatever. Lying to their own self about their own religion. I say, if you can't follow your religion, don't be in it. That's not complicated. You can't be yourself. You can't be true to yourself. You're following, not following the right religion. You're not following the right path. And sadly, in the Muslim religion, how many women could be themselves? They can't be. In the Jewish religion, they're under control by the men. It's the same. Respect each other. And, and nobody does that. Even when Muhammad supposedly stood before Gabriel, and Gabriel said all these things to him, you need to listen to him. I'll do him one day. I don't want everybody finding you to blow me up, whatever. But uh, you can go online and pull up the Tehran and, and, and when, when Mohammed stood before Gabriel and read what he said and the things. I think there's about 36 of them. Kind of like Moses getting the Ten Commandments. Well, he got 36 proverbs from Gabriel, really. Uh, I started that the other day. So, what did he say? Be prejudiced against women? And it always uses the word man. Men. God was never a man. Men. So when people perceive that or say that, they're already prejudiced, judging by words of people. If you ever stood close to God, you wouldn't be able to say anything you could imagine that you would be saying now after you did. You couldn't and you wouldn't. Two tears away the lies when you allow it to. Say, clean out the cobwebs in this house. It will. But you have to let it. Or you'll stay in that, that box programmed 
with the idea that you know the truth. You know, I have a lot to get through today. I'm trying not to take too much time on each thing. Do you think women can judge men? Of course they can. Much better than men can judge women. How's that? Now, not saying women that can judge men judge them wisely. A lot of women like bad men. I don't know why. I know for a fact out of people I know, my parents, people around me, and all friends, people, most women that kind of seem like simple, nice people want hardcore men. Uh, which is not a good thing, but that's what they want. So the relationships take takes a rocky road from the start. Now men judge women totally different than women judge men. Obviously, you know, the image is the most important thing to a man. Because if a woman's image changes, they'll leave them. And it's that simple for a man to do it. Women will stay with heavier men for some reason. Uh, when I watch these people that have five, six, seven, eight hundred pounds, why, why, why? Uh, sorry, I'm prejudiced. I admit it. I don't know what I would do if I woke up in bed and was 500 pounds heavier. Would I spend the next five years trying to get rid of that weight? I don't know if I could face myself for five years after that. Well, men have always created a system to protect themselves. Not to protect women. Now, when I say, how do we change this? How do we cut the chains, break the chains? Women need to do it. They're the ones that are in locks and bonds. Well, the first, most important thing I would suggest be change the laws on the books. And you can do it. Women can do that. If they care enough to start a petition, start getting names, sign petitions, get multiple petitions, bring them to the White House. It will change. I don't know what the numbers at now anymore, how many names you have to have for them to actually bring in front of Congress. Uh, but people can do that if people really cared. Now, when we talk about crime, rape and abuse and things like that, women should be up in arms. I was on grand jury duty for a year, and it was horrible. But when we talk about rape, all right, it destroys a woman for life, no matter what they go through, treatments and therapy and medicine. It's for life. It doesn't disappear. A man that does it, just one more notch in his belt, has nothing to do with them being persecuted unless they go to jail. So, rob from a bank, they give you a sentence. Rob from the post office, they give you, it used to be 25 years. Uh, rob from a poor old lady, what do you get, a week, a month? I stopped it. I don't want to go into those sign stories, but we have to be aware. Aware of what's really happening. Last, one, two, three, four months ago, a young boy raped a girl. 
I guess he was 21, 20 or 21. He stood before the judge, and the judge said, he has his whole life ahead of him. I'm giving him six months. Oh, wow. The life has, the, the woman has her whole life ahead of her, but it's nothing good. Oh, what's he giving her? Nothing. Women, men created the laws to protect them, not to protect you. When are you going to wake up and see that? Uh, that one horrible story I mentioned, which I will not. I'll tell you to pull it up online and read it. It was a movie. You want to watch the movie first to get upset and angry. Uh, the Accused with Jodie Forster came out in 1988. The Accused. Watch it. Then pull up Big Dan's Case. Big Dan, D-A-N-S, Case, 1983. A story about that. But a true story. The movie was a little bit different. Not much. Had to do with six guys raping one girl in front of the whole bar. If that doesn't get you angry, because only two of them got sentenced, that should make you think, why, how did somebody else get off? How does that happen? Why? It's like if five people punched you in the face, only one of them has to go to jail? Well, it's ignorant, it's oxymoron, they should have indicted the, the the judge and, and everybody else involved with that whole thing. Because, you know, she had three children. I think she was 20 when it happened, and she died 21 in a car crash. But I'm sure she wasn't happy when that happened either. I'm sure she was still going through horrible things in her mind. So, judgment. Men judge women how? When they call them names, they create all these horrible names for women. Who makes them the words they call them? I'm not going to say all the bad words, but men make all these words for women and call them that. When they're the ones that create it and make them people become that. It's a sick society and you say you can't judge that? Really. Be mentally clear and brain dead and then you won't judge it. Say, wow, that's cool. Uh, when are people going to wake up? Judgment is a free thing to soul. It judges what it needs to do or what it doesn't need to do. If you listen. Again, it's a matter of listening. And then acting or reacting to whatever's happening. I can go into the prejudice everywhere in our history to this day. Oh, you can't be prejudiced. Well, you know, I'm going to go into this as we move on today, if I get further down the road. How, when we uh, say that, is it black? Is it only black prejudice? Well, who's the most prejudiced in the world that people will admit to? The blacks and the Jewish? Really? You know, here's things you might not know. I... I gotta keep this in order. I'll never get the things I want to say today. We'll come back to that. I promise. Who did God? What God did Moses follow? His name was Jehovah. Jehovah is a real God, not the God, not the highest God. A God on the Esther plane, top of the Esther plane. He sits there with two other gods, Brahm Kalbrahm, 
they're out of Hinduism, but they're gods as well. They're, they're judge, judgmental gods, they're egotistical gods, all those kind of words. So obviously it's not a real god. But uh, real meaning the only true god. The other ones are, I call, them, I call them little gods or call them super powerful angels, however you want to look at it. Hinduism was the first religion. So when they worshipped their gods, it was important to them. Not that they knew anything because those gods played sex games all the time. It's all about sex. The wars, everything was based on sex. Even the greatest stories of Shiva and Durga. Well, I don't want to get into their history. It's pathetic in a way because when we put our energy into that, we take away from who and what we are now. Man is not a killing machine, even though it thinks it is, or allows itself to become it. Moses was a mass killer. I got a site, I just pulled it up, I got to go into it and write a bunch of letters to them because they were talking about how great Moses was. Yeah, he was the greatest killer that lived in our history. For one man, without an army, uh, what he did, I mean, his own abilities, what he did, being the highest black magician alive, uh, yeah, he did a lot of things. Black magic means killing and murder and death. White ma magic means purification, purist, and healing. So he worked from just which level? Black magic. All the diseases and sicknesses and everything that happened, uh, even though he reversed the wording, you can't reverse a wording and not take responsibility for it. So to say, whatever you do to me will happen to you tenfold over, it's just extending the black magic that was put out, the energy that was created. So yeah, we can go into that, not right now, but it wasn't a good thing, ever. He was not a good person. And they don't even know why he didn't get into heaven. I was going to, I got to debate these people. They come up with the most ridiculous scenarios. Well, in the Bible it said this. In the Bible, who said what about Moses? Moses wrote a third of the Bible. He controlled everything that was in the whole beginning of the Bible. So whatever anybody else said later on in the Bible was their perception. And their, what are we talking about? Their uh, prejudiced or unprejudiced ideas about Moses? Moses went thousands of people to their death. He had thousands of people killed. The same as when the British and the Spanish came to the United States, they did the same thing to the native people. That's called prejudice. Now, because somebody does something prejudiced, and you didn't do it, and say your mother or father does it, uh, are you responsible for that? Well, you step into that karma, but do you make it right? Say... If your father died after he just killed 10 people, do you make it right? Do you try to? Probably not. You don't want to, or you don't know how to. But judging people, like the definition is without awareness. But if you're aware, aware meaning why you are prejudiced, not because of words somebody else said, because of actual actions and movement and things that prove that is different 
And for somebody to say you're prejudiced against this, I, I listen to words. I listen to people. By their own words, they say they're prejudiced. Black people call themselves a lot of nasty words in their music. Why is that? And if you watch all these singing contests, any one of them, voice, America's Got Talent, and you, you listen to when a black person comes out and says, well, if I didn't do this, I'd be in a gang. Am I prejudiced? No, they're saying they are. They're saying who and what and where they live and why they live and how come and all that. Uh, prejudiced, yes. But to blame somebody for that. Well, here's a different thing. The native people were forced to stay on a reservation. They were killed if they left it. Big difference. You're stuck in a hole, you get out and leave. That's what you do. Or you should be doing. The same as if you don't like our country, go to your own. And, and well, that's prejudice. No, it's not. If you're here, you don't need to be prejudiced, no matter what. Well, if, you know, I'm not saying people aren't prejudiced, because 99% of everybody's prejudiced at different levels of different things. And hopefully it's not 90% black or red or yellow. About children, about drugs, about president, the government, c- Congress. So, yeah, there's a lot of other words that all have to fit into that word prejudiced. But judgment? You can judge it all you want. If you don't do anything about it, you're not judging anything. If you don't interact, that's not judgment. It's fantasizing. It's daydreaming. If something's wrong and you're judging your situation, you go out and get people to vote to change it. That's called action. Based on a legitimate judgment. Well, that's a judgment call. In baseball, three judges will say, judge, three judges will say, out, strike, yeah, this, whatever. It's a judgment call based on their perception, depending where they're standing. So we have to look at where are we standing on a spiritual level, where are we standing on a physical level, what are we aware of spiritually, what are we not aware of, just about everything. So to make a good judgment call, well, guess what? You probably can't. But to be prejudiced, you can be in an experience and see it. Hang out in a prison and say, well, most of those people are nasty. <laughs> Is that judgment? Yes. Based on a prejudice? Yes. Because you experience it. You, you, you go in jail if you were a rapist and stuck getting raped. Uh, you, 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 you're being judged by them alone. So it's an important word to people that are active. It's an unimportant word to people that don't do anything. Well, I'm prejudiced in my dreams. I'm prejudiced against cats. I'm prejudiced against... It'll be all that stuff. It doesn't matter. Action is the only thing that matters in this world today. And it's right action and wrong action. And when I talked about spiritual people uh, Sunday, I mentioned a few few people that... One... uh, Confucius is, I think, the one that actually proved right and wrong. Uh, which New Age people say, there's no such thing as right and wrong. Well, I say, yeah, you use better, better, more better, or the best. And you leave out bad, worse, and, and all the other ones. Uh, you can perceive life any way you want. You can make it anything you want. But are you changing it or helping it? When you ride a wave... You're riding the wave. You're not changing the way, way the wave's going to go. 
You're going to go wherever it takes you, period. If you don't face the facts, you don't deal with the facts, it doesn't change anything. Well, call prejudice what it is, call... I'm going to use the other word later. We can get to a compassion, but we're not there yet. Companies... Here's something which I always wondered why. And I think it's one of the most prejudiced things inside the United States, next to the native people. We're going to go to the Spanish people. Why is it in the United States... Everything has to be catered to the Spanish people. I would be up in arms about that. Why them? Why you call and say you want this in Spanish? Uh, why not native? Hold on one second. Sorry, I had to take that call. It was an important call. But they shouldn't be calling me. Uh, I made the wrong judgment, that's for sure. Uh, okay, dial a phone number. If you want this in Spanish, push one. Why not Russian, German, Chinese? How about native? Why is that accepted? You go to take a test, you can take any test basically in Spanish. You know, we cater to a certain race. And I know when the Spanish book, Santeria and, and, and Voodoo and all those things started coming into, well, more Santeria uh, into the East Coast when I was living there. Uh, are they good people? Are they better people? Who's making a judgment? Judgment. Are they prejudiced against other races? Of course they are. They're not doing anything for the native people. Never did, never will. So, I hope you're following this train of thought and hope you can awaken your thinking a little more to reality of how we create a scenario of how we live, which is so wrong. Is any race better than any other? Does any race have the right to kill another race? Yes, if they're going to give us oil, weapons, uh, and they justify it. So, you know, being prejudiced against the people that allow that should be very important. Why can't I can't judge him? Well, if he's doing something wrong, you better be, because you will suffer in the end. We all are suffering because of bad decisions that we don't get involved with, we don't try to change, we don't listen or even know. In Hawaii, I never saw a place with so many ignorant people in one spot. We got the highest in drugs in the United States. We got the highest in homeless people. And we got the highest ignorant people in the world as well. You know why I say that? Most do not read the newspaper, listen to TV or the radio. Oh, that makes them better? Living in dreamland? Not knowing what's happening? That's ignorance. Well, I'm not going to be prejudiced because you don't know how to or what it would mean and what would you actually go against if you don't have a clue. 
Now, just happened yet last night. They said they're going to be building the telescope here. And yeah, you got lots of people. Well, we're going to stop it. We'll fight. We'll go to jail if we have to. Put them all in jail. Here's something. See, being aware is important. First. Then making the judgment call is second. Is it wise to stop them building the telescope in Hawaii? They're talking about a top of a mountain that nobody lives on. That there's 13 telescopes there right now. So building one big one is wrong for science. Most people, most people believe science is important. Oh, well, that's land. Oh, well, yeah, that's land. Go across the United States. I'd say about 40% of the land in the United States is, has cows standing and pooping on it. Uh, that's how many cows we slaughter in a, in a week, in a month. But uh, here's something that could bring a re- revenue into, the, into Hawaii, which it needs. And they're talking bad about it. Sure, there's some people talking good about it. But, like, they were trying to boycott it. Uh, last year, a couple people went to jail. But look at the native people. We're going to go into that. But the native people have it much harder than anybody else does. For the reason they're still not considered equal to the to the white race or the red race, black race. I mean, to the black race or the yellow race or any other race inside the United States, and that's pathetic. Well, you know, we're going to go into this planet. There's about 2.4 billion Christians, 2 billion Muslims. And then you start breaking the religions down, and it's less and less. Why is it there's so much killing between them going down? Because they have no clue to a God. So to say you're in a religion, and even if you put the word God there, why? An ego ego trip. If you don't understand God, don't use the word God. If you don't understand something, don't use it. If you don't have an experience within it, you have no right talking about it. I'm sick and tired of people telling stories about a scenario which they never experience or even know. Dreamland and fantasy world is, is just that. Put stupid on on a cover. This is stupid, but you might enjoy it. If you're stupid and you like stupid thinking. When you put truth or real biography, which I did on my second book, it's based on actual facts that I experienced, went through, and and, and was a part of. And that's what life is. Your experience, not what you dream. You have uh, anywhere from 100 to 200 dreams a night. And they're all different. They're all exciting if you get in them and listen to them or bad, good, and different. I mean, you can rearrange them if you know how to and work within them. It's an incredible space. But what if they were all true? You had ten in a row that were true. You'd be so drained, tired, and, and run down every which way in the morning when you woke up. But you don't use your physical body really in a dream. So, where are we going with this? Well, we're talking about how the society is being created by people that say they're Christian, that still go out and rape people, abuse children, go out drinking, and driving over people. 
the same as the Pope, who they give their power to, protects child abusers. Thinks he can rewrite the Bible from his ego? Then to say hell is not real. I mean, all the things that he does. He doesn't know anything about Adam and Eve for him to say it's a fake story. I mean, it is, but what's he really know about it? Nothing. Because he had the skeletons of him in a cave. and uh, How would he prove that Eve was taken from Adam's ribs and all those kind of things? Does he have skeletons of the devil from there? I mean, it's so ridiculous. But for him to turn around and say, this religion's wrong, I'm going to rewrite it? Well, again, I challenge anybody on this planet about Jesus, especially when they say, Ridiculous, horrible things about him. They don't know him. They don't know what he was teaching. He wasn't a love and light person. Yes, he radiated complete light. And that could be perceived as love. If you're at a higher level. Children can see it. Children ran to it. Were they running to love? Or were they running to the light? They were running to the light. That's why all the pictures of Jesus has that halo around him. Because he radiated so much light, and that's true. If you met him, you could see it. If you were slightly aware. Well, we have to move on. And every show that I do, I'm as honest as I can be. I'm giving you as much information as I can in the time that I have. Sure, I'm a little bit slow and I get caught up in a little thing here and there and keep it a little bit longer than I want to. But everything's important. How important you make it in your life is up to you. But when one uses uh, prejudice to turn around somebody else's view based on not a true prejudice, uh, it's completely wrong. That's called karma. But they don't see it. And the person that's being twisted and, and pulled into something else doesn't see it. Because they're not aware enough to know that. They can't make the right judgment at that time. Judgment has to be based on wisdom and knowledge. They go together. They're two separate words, but they need to be together. One has to do with the actual, actual experience and the other one has to do with the knowledge of what happens after the things go through by being aware of all the experiences. Now, talking on things like marijuana, when people say, well, I never smoked it, well, then don't turn around and say what it does, how bad it is, or what it can do. You don't know. You're going to listen to some idiot some scientist that maybe had a bad trip, he did acid as he was smoking or whatever, and he doesn't know the difference. To say that marijuana leads you to hardcore medicines? Well, every drug that the government gives you, it leads you to another medicine because they don't help you with whatever you have in the first place. But that's okay. They destroy your liver, your kidneys, and everything else. But if they, and here's a problem. Now, recently, they found a cure for something. Hepatitis C. So what do we do next? Charge $70,000 for it. That's a house. That's more, more than money that most people could have to buy a house. 
to cure a disease which they created. Sorry, people. 90% of every disease and sickness we have was created by men, not God. Seriously. Native people were never sick. Native people inside the United States never got sick. They died very simple ways. Being run over by a buffalo, falling off a cliff, a super old age. And an average elder lives to 100. Two or three years ago, I think about 20 elders died within one year or that reached 100. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. But Native people find, find cures. And they always say, whatever is there, meaning the sickness, the antidote's next to it. That's without bringing it in from Europe or Britain or some other country into the United States because the cure is not right next to it then. But luckily the Native people came out, came up with the uh, cancer answer. It's a, a concoction you can make that cures cancer. It's a lot of work to make it. I mean, they're selling it in health food stores now, pre-made, and it does help, does work. So, am I supporting the Native people over anybody else? Yes, I am. Because they weren't mass killers. They never were. They're, they're being forced to become that. They were forced into that. Geronimo was one person with 13 people. 13 people and one girl. 13 men. One girl. And they went around and took out a lot of armies. Those armies were trying to take them out. I'm not going to get into killing. It's never right. So... The one wrong doesn't make another wrong right. Two wrongs, ten wrongs don't make a right. So, uh, again, I don't support the killing part. They should have just died out. I said, when Jesus said, turn your cheek, he meant leave. You don't need to stay here. You don't need to be around idiots, crazy, sick people. But as long as you hold on to that and say, well, I'm going to change them. You didn't change yourself yet. You're going to change these people on this planet? To what? Angels? Going to get them to think right? Then when they say uh, marijuana is worse than anything else. No. Alcohol is the worst drug in the United States. Alcohol. It kills more people. Marijuana does not kill. Does not kill people. If you understand that, you might have a brain in your head. If you don't, you probably don't have a brain in your head. Drinkers get in a car and drive and run people over. People with a drink go home and beat their wives, kill their wives, kill their boyfriends, kill their girlfriends, whatever it is. Drunks do a lot of things. People that do marijuana go home and just close their eyes and relax. They're not out there thinking hard pain and suffering and torture or any of those words. They're mellow. You become mellow. You don't become evil. So yeah, make me president. I'd make liquor illegal. Well, go back to how they forced the native people to become drunks. When when the, when the whole tea party and all that stuff was going down, when they had native people around and they had these children, they kept them in Catholic prison camps until they were 16. Then they made them start drinking. But they were still trying to kill them. They were putting gunpowder in, 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 uh, 
the, the, the stuff that they served them and everything else. They killed a lot. But they brought a lot of home that were drunks already at children at 16. They were taken at 6 and brought back in 16. And that was till the beginning of a pretty late in our early century. Uh, I mean, about the 20s, 30s. I'm not sure of the exact date, but it was a long time. So who was prejudiced? Everybody. Who was evil? Everybody that was prejudiced. Because they're basing a prejudice on something they did not know. Meaning the native people. Native people weren't warring horrible creatures like they made them out to be. It was the white race that created scalping, not the native people. And they paid big bucks for that. I mean, it was like $25 for a child scalp, $50 for a man scalp, and like $100 for a woman scalp. Vice versa. I'm bad with numbers, but it was horrible. So in the movies, they make the native people still look bad. Who, who's the judge of that? People that want to put the programmed idea out there and keep it there, which is our government. They don't want the government to know native people weren't as evil as we believe they were. It's like when Moses came off the mountain. He called them all evil. And it was all right to kill the demons. Call them something else, and then it's all right to kill them. Did they ever go out of their way to give back to the native people? Not to this day. Not to this day. And I'll tell you straight out, because you don't hear it on the news, because they can't put it on the news. The government's still going out of their way to wipe out the reservations. If native people leave the reservation, they don't care, because now they're adopting into being a, quote, normal human being. But on a reservation, they were still considered government property for the longest time. I mean, they just, they changed the laws when they wanted to take out Native people. I mean, Native people didn't have to have a license to drive on the reservation. They went in there one day and arrested everybody, you don't have a driver's license. Uh, and then they took the cars away. I mean, it's just perverted, twisted thinking, uh, which is all based out of prejudice. And guess what? Mr. Trump is prejudiced. I don't care where you put him, what he says, what he does. Look at what's happening to the native people right now in the United States. Look at the people of Canada who are prejudiced against the native people as well. I can go into all those stories, but that's take us so far out of where I'm trying to go today. But mankind is prejudiced. Why are wars fought? Because prejudice of a god I'm prejudiced of a color because in, in certain countries it's multiple shades of black, multiple shades of red, multiple shades. It's, it's the God that they worship. The Chinese, another sick race, sorry people. When you're in the United States, you're trying to be like us. But in China, what they did to the children, the girls, they didn't want to have girls. They allowed them to kill the girls, get rid of them, sell them out to what? You know what? Or they had to pay a fine. I don't even know what the fine is. It was like 25,000 years ago. It might be 50,000 now. Just to keep a daughter if you had a girl. But the Chinese, what they did to, to, to Tibet. Here's two countries following Buddhism at different, different aspects of Buddhism. Tibet was probably the most spiritual place on the planet. Not saying there wasn't killing and everything else going on because it's 
going to go on anywhere where there's people that are ignorant. But they created a system, a society that the Chinese did not agree with. And it's always about power. Who had the highest power? <clears throat> so whoever was the head of their Buddhism versus the head of their Buddhism. You know the Dalai Lama was the head of Tibetan Buddhism. So when they, luckily he had a psychic work for them, Tibet did, and he's the one that took the Dalai Lama out of Tibet to save his life. Because he went in there to kill him. But recently, over the past 10 years, China has been attacking Tibet in so many different ways. Tibet, the lamas and children were burning themselves in the street, begging for help from a country, any country. Because they knew China was trying to take them over. Did anybody give them help? And I'll say this, not that I have any favors about people in politics, because I don't. But, Hillary Clinton went to China. Begging the head of China to release 1,500 prisoners of Tibet. Nobody else did that. Not the president, not anybody else. The prejudice grows within, not without. Inside the brain, inside the nervous system. It becomes accepted and twisted and, and locked into a pathetic place. Which mankind has accepted. Uh, when you listen to these speakers that talk about, oh, 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 it's so beautiful because they got a beautiful car and a home and lots of money coming in, taking it away from all the poor people, giving them false hope and false dreams to fantasize and dream about. I mentioned the secret a, a week ago, but how that became a serious thing and a person involved with that ended up killing four people, putting ten people in a hospital. I mean... Delusional ideas of what heaven could be, what it might be, what, what I mean to be stoned out on poison gas and think it's you're going into heaven is pretty pathetic. But without experience, and you're given a, a little touch of something, and you think you can create the whole reality because you had that little bit in your hand or whatever, is delusional. Who makes judgment calls here anymore? We we hire lawyers that actually know that they're working with a guilty person to get them off. It's not about good or bad. It's about money, period. How much money they can make doing it. If judges got paid $10 an hour, how many people would be judges anymore? Why should they get paid big bucks to put somebody that's guilty back out on the street? Our morals are shot. Our ability to judge is not there. Oh, I can't judge. Live by the sick, perverted, twisted rules that are in, in, in existence right now. Believe that they're right. Go right ahead. That's called programming. Accepting a prejudiced idea. But if that's where you want to go, fine. Become that. Become like the ignorant people that are allowing this world to get destroyed every single day. Are you willing to wake up? To like uh, go out, smell the roses for real? Well, there's roses out there somewhere. Just got to find them. But are you ready? Or you want to follow somebody's sick, perverted, twisted ego 
and, and live out of their judgment of how you're supposed to live. Well, we've got a lot of whistleblowers, storytellers coming out of the woodwork, telling us incredible stories. But are they useful? Does anybody judge what they hear or they just want to accept it? You can accept the idea that aliens are going to come and help you and wait. And when you think it's going to happen and you're going to be waking up instead of just waiting. I, You know, I'm going through my time pretty fast. Uh, I'm getting through some of the things I need to talk about. I just want to go back to, to the Native Nation for a second. Do you understand how many Native people died and were killed? 500 years ago, there were 50 million Native people on this planet. Now, inside the United States, there's less than 1 million. I'm not talking about people that are half-bred into other parts of different world different parts of the world or different groups of tribal people for a word but true blood people some some tribes don't believe in mixing their color their tribe their genes whatever their sperm however you want to word it want to keep it solid and real to who they are but it wasn't like that in the Bible even. So, you know, the scenarios always contradict each other. Because nobody has good judgment. And nobody has the right to judge. Because most people talk about Jesus, have no clue who he was, which I'll challenge anywhere. And with my life on the line on that one, anytime. When they say they know Jesus. Whether it's an alien or, or, or spiritual, supposedly speaker... I would love to, I, I really felt like I wanted to go to church to church and ask them to speak. I can get into it as loud as they can, and I'll make them stand on their feet at least. Whether they stone me or not would be a different story, but the lies that they're being programmed with on a daily basis, the lies aliens will be programming mankind with will be another judgment that people are going to have to make. Are they telling us the truth? And the truth about what? You will not get the truth about God any other way than going inside yourself. God does not talk to too many beings. Period. Whether you were told a billion times or a trillion times that. Do you think God needs to talk to ants? Do you think God needs to come down here to talk to buffaloes? You think God needs to come down here to talk to your sorry ass? Why? What are you? What makes you so good? You pray ten times a day? Pray a hundred times a day? That makes you better than everybody else? Who do you pray to? What do you pray about? To change the world? What are you doing to change the world? We're contradictory in everything we think, say, and do. Why is that? That's why I say you're all super prejudiced. You're all in the wrong state of judgment. Judge yourself. Don't make God do it. You don't need to. Look in the mirror. Am I who I'm supposed to be? Am I doing what I need to do? Are you? Can you? 
Are you willing to make that happen? Please, I beg you, if you can't listen to me, turn on uh, Deepak Chopra. He's doing a 21-day thing. I can't even write in there. I used to be able to write. I can't get my messages in there, so I'm not going to listen. But uh, listen to him. Oh, just tell yourself you got more energy. Wow, more energy. How about people that are starving to death getting a meal to eat? That's more energy. But that's not what he's talking about. So, pay for something. And he's doing a 21-day that's free. But he wants you to buy uh, everything else along with it. But are you willing to listen? Are you willing to go through this stuff? Like I said, listen to what I say today. Pull something out of it if you can. If not, it's all eyes. That's your choice. But when you're ready... When you are ready to think about going back to heaven and what you're going to do, where you're going to go, then it's time you're going to probably think about what I said to you. But that's the only thing that's important. Not your humdrum humdrum life. Because you're going to do it 365 days a year, 700, 800 years, no, 60, 80, maybe, 100, maybe, maybe, maybe. But you're not going to get past 125. Are you going to be smart then? No. When you get old, you're not going to be thinking too much. You're not going to be able to pick your arms up or anything much. Well, you want to be perfectly healthy when you're 100? Good. And then what are you going to do? Go out and buy another car and, and travel the world? Uh, what do you expect to become the longer you stay here? I'm expecting to give as much as I can until I leave. Period. That's all I can do. I mean, if any money came my way, I'd be doing a workshop in the the United States. It's something that I would love to do before I die. Just to put it there solidly inside the United States. I live there. I live in Jersey City. And I worked there because I thought I was putting good energy into a horrible place. I really thought that. I used to send energy to it and, and all those things. But it was still one of the worst places around. So, I want to get into something else real fast. Groups of people. And this is all before I go into Jesus, if I can make it in time. Did you ever hear the word Quakers? Well, the Quakers were on the West Coast. Oh, sorry, East Coast. Turn my head the other way. Uh, And they were groups of people living with the land in harmony. They were looking for spirituality, spiritual insight. They believed slavery was totally wrong. Needless to say, slavery was in full bloom at the time. So what was the scenario? Let's judge them. Well, we can't have them judging us. So what they do? Kill them all. And that's how judgment works. For people in the army, that country's going to bomb us, let's blow them up. Uh, it's judgment calls on what we believe they are. Well, we know if they're spiritual or not, because nobody on this planet is, so it's not too hard to figure that out. Would they do the same to us? Of course they would. And they're going to try. So that doesn't give us much choice, but that word judgment is always there. Prejudice against countries that don't do anything for us. Tibet couldn't give us anything. 
So what are we going to do for them? Nothing. I mean, when we start getting things from a country, we'll give, like, Iraq and, and, and all those kind of countries, when we get something from them, we'll give them something. We'll give them what they need. Bombs. Weapons. Really? Is that a, a spiritual trade at any level? So, prejudice and judgment are in every action you do. Getting back to what I said, smell, taste, and, and, and what, what it looks like, and things like that. Well, that's how you base your judgment. doesn't look right. doesn't feel right. Well, do you really listen to that? If you're working in a situation and it feels bad, what do you do? Wait till something happens and say, I, I, I knew this didn't feel right. Or, or leave. It's learning to listen to soul, which I talk about a lot. Soul tells you the right, right step to take in the split moment that it's needed. Whether you listen to that or you listen to the mind is your choice. Mankind likes to take the wrong choice always because it's more fun in their ego, I guess. What would it be if I did everything right? Good? Better? Uh, but no, 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 no. That's not where we're going. So after we kill the Quakers out, because they were against slavery. Imagine that. And this computer, I can't get rid of this. Sorry about that. My program keeps popping up and then it cuts me off from where I'm at. So, that lasted for a short period of time. There wasn't that many Quakers here. So, where did they go from there? I mean, when the North and South started fighting, you know talking about people ignorant people based on a God that they believed in or didn't believe in well to show you how things get changed into something somebody wants to believe in I'm sure you heard the story that the white man went into a tent where a fire was burning and they would smoke the peace pipe. That's man's conception of what they were doing. A perception. A judgment on their part, which was wrong. A pipe inside a, in a sweat lodge, or a lodge, is called a prayer pipe. It was to pray together, not to... No, it was to prayer. P-R-A-Y-E-R. Prayer. Not peace. Oh, we smoke pipe, we peace. We have peace now. No, that never happened. I mean, they did pray for five minutes together, or a couple, an hour or two here and there. But that's all it was. And they made it mean nothing because they still slaughtered them. So, when we took the land away from the native people, we gave them nothing back. Now, to show you how complicated and how core it is for me, becoming aware of all my past lives, I was native, 
I was alive at Wounded Knee. I was there. I was a male. My wife was a female. I was married. I was stuck at Wounded Knee when that went down. Meaning stuck means there was a war going on. So all most of the warriors had to leave to go do the battle. There was a few of us left to protect the women and children. But sadly, the United States Army had a better decision to wipe out every, that everybody that was there. And the most scariest thing was to be there when it happened. It was the most sickest, horrible slaughter. And they raped the women before they killed them. And they killed everybody. I was still alive at the very end. Uh, and there's traditions you had to do when you saw your wife get killed and things like that. It was horrible, every which way. To say man move forward from that day, there's still prejudice against the native people. And people say we're not prejudiced. The president's not prejudiced. Nobody's prejudiced. I think they have a broom so far up their butt it's coming out their mouth going up to the moon. Uh, sorry, but it's the truth. And nobody, nobody wants the truth. So, are you ready to change your prejudice? Are you? Can you accept the truth and look for the truth before you say you're prejudiced or decide? Because you are. Everybody's prejudiced against Hillary now. Well, again, she's a woman. And that magnifies every bad thing that people think about her. To men. All right. Now, this is the only time women have the chance to reverse that. Get out there and make a judgment call. Become a real person to society. Make a choice. Show the choice. You know, it's funny. The Independent Party, I don't think they can become president. Because when you got the electorals, they don't vote for the Independent Party. So it's like, let's put a fake person out there to take votes away from somebody to create a fake election to put some stupid person that we don't want in, in there. Now, if you care, why don't we have Native people on any ballot? Because they're not rich. Showing you the people they are. You're not money-hungry idiots. So, why is it we don't have a, a Native person on the ballot ever? Uh, I mean, a full-blown Native person. Sincere. Uh, 1%. Well, I don't even get into that idea. Native nation, it's 50%. Father and mother has to be Native. But uh, to adopt a child, it has to be that period. But, again... We're so prejudiced at every level, most people, as a people. Can we let go and, and take a bigger step? Understand the truth. Sure, you don't have to bring aliens into the picture because you're not ready for that. You will be at one time and you'll have to. But right now, you don't. You're just worrying about this election in two weeks, ten days, nine days, whatever. Yeah, that's where you should focus. Focus. Focus your judgment, your prejudice on who and what. Why you would vote for somebody. You're going to vote for somebody 
You're going to be prejudiced against the person that you're not voting for. Making a judgment call, well, they're this or they're that. Do you know that? Do you know that person? Do you know in politics, almost everybody becomes what they're forced to become when they step into it? I don't know all the presidents personally. I wish I, not that I, I don't wish I did, but uh, somebody like Kennedy, who got involved and pushed into things and became involved with things, and they couldn't deal with that. Same as John Lennon, another person on a spiritual path, what I would call spiritual, with, with elimination of God. Uh, being more into the New Age, one oneness and stuff. Imagine no heaven, all right, okay. Imagine living on planet Earth. Yeah, in hell forever. No, I couldn't imagine that. I wouldn't want to. And if you do, you're, you're, you're like probably limited in awareness. But he was trying to create world peace. And he was probably one of the few people on this planet that came close to doing that. And the government harassed him. I don't want to get into that whole story again, but that's a real story. I don't look at John Lennon as a beetle. I look at him as a peacemaker. James Twyman did, did this big thing about the peace movement and stuff. Another person trying to create world peace. Uh, just like the Dalai Lama trying to create world peace. You can't tell people to be peaceful. you got to give them reasons for it to happen. Our, our whole system's out of whack, not in alignment. So how does somebody understand that or get into a place where they will understand that? It's not easy. But there's a starting point. Put your foot down and say, yes, I'm going to take a step forward. I'm going to look around and see what I see. You're going to go vote. Look, Pull up the people. See if you can find anything about who they really are. What they really care about. Because, you know, you see these people, well, they're against abortion, but when they get in, oh, they're for abortion. I mean, or they reverse it. However, politics, when you get money and you're going to get a nice salary, you kind of go with the flow. And all these people that were involved with aliens and stuff don't want to come out. They'd lose their pension, lose everything they have, which they're afraid to. And they do when they're going to die. And all these elderly astronauts are coming out with their truth now. But they're suffering. They lied to us half of their lives, or three quarters of their lives. And just because they're going to die now, uh, they'll tell the truth. Is that a spiritual spot, spot to be? No, it isn't. I live my truth every day, every second. I don't say I'm religious. I don't say I'm spiritual. But I truly know know beyond a shadow of a doubt Jesus was the most spiritual person to walk this planet. Period. Nobody came close to what he did or was trying to teach what he taught. And why isn't that in the Bible? Because people are still not ready for the truth. It's about going back to I want to feel good. I want to be in the light and be happy. I wanted this. I want to... No, not what you're going to have to do if you become aware and responsible for your life as soul. We move backwards every step we take. How's that? Why is that? Well, 
there's a time to make a difference and it's right now are you ready to step in well go out and vote take the first step but look who you're going to vote for just don't go down one side or down the other think about it think about what you're helping trying to bring in that's all we can do at this moment and then we move into trying to change the, the electoral votes and eliminate that. And let's try to change things that are screwing up our system. If a president's doing wrong things, he should be impeached. Period. No just cause. They changed the Constitution how many times? I don't know if you know what Thomas Jefferson said. I mean, about creating a militia. We are allowed to, under our own Constitution. If the government's unjust, we can create a we can create one, <laughs> but we'd be taken out so fast. But it was in those days; it was a lot easier to create a militia that you could take the government out, at least fight them. Now, with their brain thought machines and everything else, they just take us out and like, poof, that's it. And we have to be, we have to work at a smarter level, a smarter way to do that. Even, but think about it changing the way who picks the people that run for president you and me do you know somebody that would make a good president I do can we change it and put them in there no why not what's the, what's the standard you have to have a hundred million dollars fifty million dollars well, how much money do you have to have to become a president and I said, suggested this we should have it that no amount of money should be different that any other body running in politics can pay or use in the campaign. Set it for a certain amount, and then that certain amount has to be equal among everybody in it. Not their own money. Equal amount from everybody. So if a native person that's not a multimillionaire could actually run for president. Why? He lived here. His family lived here. His family's family lived here. And you're a, a, a thieving, robbing murderer, and you're running in place of them? Do you believe that's right? Of course you do. Your judgments, perverted, twisted, programmed. Your prejudices against them already. I know. I've been there. I danced half of my life around the United States. Do you know how pathetic people are? Every day, every day I just dance and people come up to you. Oh, they're not real Indians, are they? No, they're fake ones. They, they were taken out of a soap factory and carved and put out there. Uh, and you hear children say, I thought we killed them all. But then when you hear a parent say the same thing, you really need to open your eyes and look at them. who's saying it. People in this world, in the United States, have no clue about Native people. Why? You got a little twisted, pathetic story in a book in school. Other countries know more about the Native Nation than anybody in the United States does. Two Native elders traveled the world to teach, which they did an incredible thing. Because it, they know the truth, and they understand it. Where inside the United States, we can't tell them what we did to the Native people. We slaughtered them, we butchered them, we raped them, we did everything we could to hurt them, kill them, tear them apart. Uh, are they going to brag about that? They should, because they're ignorant enough to do it. And then they should get the consequences given back to them for what they did. 
But that's not going to happen. We're so far into the program where most people don't understand Native people at all. I'm not saying they're better. I'm not saying their teachings are better. They didn't, they didn't follow Jesus. I have a half-brother who went on the nation, nations and started teaching about Jesus, and they were accepting it. But the same as when they were put in these Catholic schools. They were forced to accept it. Being forced to accept it, something is a lot different than being allowed to accept something. So, are their teachings better in one with the earth? Well, you know, I look at every side of everything. And I tell you, take it to the limit. Take it as far as you can. The native people were destroying the land. They would burn down the forest until there was none, and they had to move to somewhere else where there was another one. They slaughtered the buffalo by herds. They ran a her whole herd off a cliff at one time. It's fast and famine. So, you know, people are people living in a human body. When you look over that body, you become a soul, and you're no longer a people. And you're not responsible the same way. You're much more aware if you allow it and understand it. And I'm telling you, that's the part of life you need to touch before you die. And if you're locked into this program of being prejudiced against everything and everybody or certain things and don't see the truth behind that, why are you and what, what are you picking out specifically to go against? There's so much further you can do as a person when you're aware than when you're not. When you're programmed, you can't do anything. Are you ready? Are you listening? Can you hear me? Tommy, can you hear me? I hear myself. But do you? Am I telling you lies? Do you think so? Please, tell me one thing I'm lying about. The Native people are limited to how many are here right now. True bloods, full bloods. It's sad. I mean, they, they're going to have to become citizens like everybody else. Let go of their heritage, let go of a lot of their things soon. To survive. Uh, on the reservation in North Dakota, uh, South Dakota two years ago, 300 children died within one year. It wasn't one thing. I'd say it's 50-50. Government and land problems. But uh, the land problems is government pouring chemicals into the river. Uh, suicide was a big thing as well. I worked in, a, in a, a school. I was trying to get into the native school, but it was overcrowded and had too many people working there already. So I had to work in the school next to it. But they had the overflow of native people that couldn't fit in to the other school. And just to show you, judgment, pathetic judgment, I say prejudice as well. All right, it was a school in in, in Oregon, and I was the, uh, the maintenance person. I got to be friends with everybody, all the teachers and stuff. There one classroom, which was the native classroom. They had all the different ages of the Native people in that one classroom. And the excuse 
because I talked to the teacher many times. I talked to the principal about that. I actually did a big workshop when I quit. <laughs> when I was quitting the school at Christmas, I was leaving. I did a, a fire dance and I and I spoke to the children. I said, "Don't accept the way they treat you. What they tell you, you are. You're all equal to everybody else." Now they told these children they're all slow, and they had to keep them together. I mean, kids eight. I mean, sixteen down to like. Ten, all ages together in one classroom, which is totally unjust. And I fought with the principal. I said, "How can you do that?" Well, we don't have room. I said, "Well, take those other people that you call smart <laughs> classroom kids and put them in another class. Uh, and put them together." Well, they're slow. I said, "No, they're slow because you teach them, and and that's all you do is teach them to be slow." So, yeah, I, I couldn't deal with it. I, I had problems with the principal. I had problems with the teacher. I said, how can you teach this? How can you sit in this classroom with that? And then tell them Native history, really? Do you have a clue? So, yeah, it's a battle. But it's all the word that we don't use is prejudiced. Oh, you can't be prejudiced. No, you are. You are, 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 are. You're not, 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 not. So... When we talk about creatures of the planet, like the dolphins and the whales, what China is doing to them. Well, we know Japan is slaughtering the whales. There's a law. They can't, and they are. They're allowed to do scientific testing on 10,000 whales a year. And what do they do? They got a whale boat out there, pulls a whale in, turns it into canned whale meat. That's not scientific testing, and they put a big sign on the boat, science, science lab which is a croc. I mean, Greenpeace people and uh, Sea Shepherd fought years and years trying to stop them. And they did, they helped a little as much as they could, even to the point when one boat was whacked, a small million dollar boat was whacked by the big whale boat. And they put that guy in jail for six months for uh, deterring a, a boat, a commercial fishing boat. You know, they go in our illegal waters and Greenpeace tries to stop it. And the Greenpeace people are considered terrorists. Who's making a judgment call? What kind of people make a judgment call like that? Somebody that's getting paid off somewhere in the wrong direction. Somebody is prejudiced against some people for some reason. How could you be prejudiced against the dolphin? How could you be prejudiced against the whale? I'd be prejudiced against the Philippine people who slaughter them by 10,000 in a month. Uh, they herd them together and just slaughter them. I mean, morals of people? And we're not supposed to be prejudiced. If everybody loved God, knew God, I wouldn't be prejudiced at all. And nobody would have to be. But sadly, they don't. Don't have a clue. Don't have an understanding. I challenge Deepak Chopra, Ekitoli, all of them about God. They don't talk about it, don't know it. Well, you, you just be positive here. Positive what? All the positive people on this planet made it better? 7.4 billion people and 92% of them are starving, homeless, abused, raped, and tortured, and you name it. Uh, and then you got the other percentage of the sick mental people that think sports are important to this planet. Taking all the money from people. What kind of morals? Another word which I didn't put in there. 
which goes along with judgment. Have good mor morals, you can make good judgment. Have no morals, you can't make a good judgment. What is morals? Please, somebody. Think about what your morals are. Do you have a clue? Do you understand what a moral is? Same as a judgment. But it's based on awareness and knowingness. Something very few people have any. People give success to money. Money can't buy your way into heaven. And it won't. And it's not going to, ever. I mean, even now, they're coming out with... Not to make it religious, but the three wise men brought three different things to, to the birth of Jesus. He was born in a cave. But they brought... They searched him out. And I can tell you that's real. You know why? Sergeant 18 and I lived in Jersey. And he got these calls saying these people wanted to meet with us. Which we did. Two of them were uh, Jaguar priests. Two of them were elders. One of them was the head of uh, Chippewa Nation, head medicine man. They were all given visions to come out to be with us. But the thing that they didn't know, based on their awareness and their judgment, where we went to film all these weird creatures, ships and aliens, everything else, I did ceremony there a lot. Uh... We knew it was holy ground for the native people because they were buried there. Also, when Nikolai Tesla worked and did all his work with DuPont. So, uh, yeah, I worked hard freeing souls there and working with that. When they came out, Sarchel stayed home that night with his partner, wife with me, uh, with, the, with the elders and, and the medicine man at, on his property. And they realized all the souls were released already. So, you know, by the time people catch up, and then we talked when we started walking away, I was talking to the medicine man, uh, and I said, and he goes, well, we're starting to work with the little people. Funny, I worked with the little people 35 years ago. But they're not going to save the native nation. Definitely not. The, the, the spirits of this world and I mentioned it last week, are leaving. We're destroying the foundation energy of this planet. Slaughtering the whales, slaughtering the dolphins, all the spirits, the elementals, for a word, are leaving. The fairies, all those nice cute little words, are leaving. Why? Because of the ignorance of the human race. Do people even care or believe in them anymore? No. It's Halloween. How many people are going to dress as a, as a fairy? A lot. I mean, the other ones, they're not too... I mean, the, the gnomes and things like that. How many people go around on Halloween as a gnome? I doubt it. But uh, all those things that exist... And they used to be here in large numbers. Now they're not. So, this word morals... Are you ready 
put that back in your vocabulary so that if you make a judgment it's a wise judgment if you say you're prejudiced it's for the right reasons if you're not prejudiced against the Philippine people you've got a problem the slaughtering of that many creatures in a day or a week or a month is pathetic and sad and horrible there's I mean I don't want to get into the history of Atlantis because we didn't kill animals or anything in those days we didn't have to and we still don't but that's a whole different issue uh, my time's coming to an end I got I would say hold on let me try to find what I was going to talk about about a third into what I wanted to talk about today I spent two days writing notes of what I wanted to talk about today I'll do part two probably Sunday or maybe another day uh, but please I hope you listened or if you didn't and you're listening now I hope you got something out of it you didn't run away and close out the idea that you're not thinking right or you accept the idea that maybe you are programmed maybe you are stuck and you're not ready to see the truth or you weren't even given the chance to see the truth you do need to see it and find it at least for yourself so with that peace whatever however you create it in your life however you can keep it in your life hope you have love in your life somehow some form some way I have a dog a partner the dog uh, I never had a dog never realized how much love that they can give a person I think they're the only creatures on this planet that know what unconditional love is. So, with that, till next time, please open up your mind and let soul come in and, and function within it so that, you know, programmed ideas allow soul to feel you with what knowledge it already has. And it was reincarnated many times. It knows so much. If you just let it say, hey, look, that's a dumb move, that's a good move, whatever. Wake up, people. Time's running out. Try not to pay lots of money to hear somebody speaking that's going to give you a bunch of bull. Tell you you should be rich and happy. Well, you're not going to find heaven there. Again, peace. Till next time.